Michael Pittman Jr. is getting, in my opinion, overdrafted to an extreme degree. This man might get franchise tagged. He's in a good situation if he's in Indianapolis in 2024. No doubt about it. If he's the star wide receiver, the number one wide receiver for our boy AR5, Anthony Richardson, a top five quarterback in the making. No doubt about it. He'd be a great player to have on your fantasy team if he didn't cost a second round pick. On underdog fantasy right now, a second round pick. There's word that the Colts will probably tag him. We know that to probably be the most obvious uh, move of, of, of the offseason in terms of the wide receiver position. But we've got more. Could Hopkins be released from the Tennessee Titans and where might he go? Jaden Daniels, JD5, Geno Smith, Tony Pollard, the Fantasy Football Show begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., I've made it no secret that I feel like he has a lot of that same vibe, I think, that uh, Jalen Waddle had last year. Jalen Waddle was a second-round pick last year, a 13 or 14 or 15 overall pick, and it was just too high. It was way too high. I didn't I didn't even like Jalen Waddle at the top of three or middle of three. I rarely drafted him in the third round at all. If I ever drafted him, uh, well, I, di- I didn't draft him very often because I, if I'm waiting to the fourth round, I wasn't getting him. We got I got him in the Marsman League in the fourth round, and I didn't even like it. And he didn't even play to the to the level I wanted him to play. Um, but people were taking him at 13, 14, 15 overall, just like they were taking Deontay Johnson way too high. This is this is a wide receiver that very much much fits that bill of are they good? Sure. Like is Waddle a good player? Absolutely. Should he be your second drafted player? No. Should Michael Pittman Jr. be your second drafted player? No. He doesn't deserve to be in round two. He doesn't deserve to be in round two. It doesn't matter if you like him. He doesn't deserve to be your second drafted player. So let's assume he goes to the most ideal situation, which is back home in Indianapolis as the number one wide receiver for AR5. He's going to have a great year. He's going to have an absolute great year. But there's no way I'm taking him that high. Um... Look, there's a there's a small likelihood they don't tag Michael Pittman Jr. Um, reasons for that would be, you know, you go you go after one of these these rookie wide receivers in a trade up scenario. There's no way that the Colts at freaking number fifteen overall are going to get neighbors or they're going to get Marvin Harrison Jr. They could get those guys, but they'd have to move up. It's not out of the question that they move. Let's say the Giants got a six pick that's kind of conducive to going quarterback. Maybe they say we're going Danny Dimes, right? We'll go ahead and move down so we don't feel the pressures of taking a quarterback. And we get a little more value to wrap around this situation and and kind of build up Danny Dimes, which we know is going to fail. But the Giants seem destined to try it. His dead cap is uh, horrendous. Maybe the Giants go after a quarterback. They would be smart to go after a quarterback. If I'm in charge of this New York situation, I'm going after a quarterback. But if they don't, maybe the Colts trade. Maybe number six goes to the Colts and they take, you know, Malik Neighbors. That would be fantastic. I want Malik Neighbors in Indy more than anything. Four ninety nine super chat. Appreciate you uh, dropping that. For anybody that, that doesn't know, I'm not going to get into it today. But the Boss Horn has been suspended. Um, probably retired at this point in terms of being on the live show. I'll do with, do a lot of spoof stuff with it, you know, off air. Edit the volume for everybody, and it will not be a problem to hear the boss horn in an edited fashion. But but we have a new $20 hauler, if anybody would like to test it out. The $20 hauler is new. The $50 hauler is new. The 100 and above haul, dollar hauler is new. Uh, so if anybody would like to test those out, I will definitely 
uh, get to it. Who cares which QB goes to Washington? They will be uh, blessed regardless with the best option in years. Kevin, I'm, I'm not against that stance for the most part. If Caleb goes to Washington, I, you know, I like Caleb a lot more than I like him in Chicago. I think Caleb fails in Chicago. I think JD5 is just the best quarterback in the entire draft class by far. I think he is the next Lamar Jackson, but better. I think he could be better than Lamar Jackson. He's got a cannon. He can run the ball. You're going to absolutely freaking love it. Yeah, C-Mac, you missed it. There was We did a whole show last show. It was like an hour and a half show. Voting. Everybody complained. It got more. I think it was like 54% of the vote off of about 100 plus people. At the end of the day, 100 votes came rolling in, you know, in a live fashion. And it was like 54% wanted the boss horn gone. Look, I, you know, I stood my ground as long as I could. But when people are literally going to stop watching, I got to make a business decision. And it sucks. It really pissed me off in one respect. But I also got to respect the way people watch this show. And that it gets in the way. And then they're just telling me, Smitty, I'm not going to stop watching you, but I have to stop watching you at dinner now. Hey, Smitty, I'm not going to stop watching you, but now I can't bathe myself while I watch you because then I got to jump out of the shower like a wet fish and turn it down because my family's like, hey, we're still sleeping, Bob. So it is what it is, okay? Boss Horn will live on in the show. Instagram, anybody badges me on Instagram, $4.99 and above, I'll blast the Boss Horn. How's that? How's that? On Instagram... Anytime I get a $4.99 badge, which is like an equivalent of a super chat, we'll lower the amount. I'll boss horn like crazy on Instagram lives with a $4.99. That doesn't matter if I'm with Raj, I'll do it on Raj's show too. If if people if people super chat Raj $4.99, I'll I'll boss horn. I'll boss horn. I'll toot it out. Um I want JD5 in this Washington situation. We're gonna get to that in a second. I'm gonna leave your your comment here on the screen for when we, we flip back to that. Um as far as Michael Pittman Jr., this is the best situation for him. Would I rather have neighbors? Yeah, in a trade-up where the Colts get the six pick from the Giants, and the Giants move down to 15 because they're afraid to draft. Um, that would be amazing. Neighbors would be fantastic. You know who else would be great? Bowers. Bowers would be great. Maybe Bowers falls to this 15 pick. Probably not. Probably not. I know. Total fairy tale land. You never know, though. You never know what could happen in the 11th hour. You never know what could happen on pro days. And, and combine workouts, but but like Indy would probably have to trade up to at least the the nine or eight or seven pick to get Bowers. They probably have to get inside the top seven, top six to get their hands on neighbors. But maybe a Dunze falls to fifteen. It's certainly possible a Dunze could fall to fifteen. And so if, if a Dunze falls to fifteen and Pittman returns, that's not the best way. That's not the best way to 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 attack. I don't want him anywhere near the second round territory to begin with. But if Pittman gets handed a competitive wide receiver option, maybe they bring in Hopkins, who could be released. Maybe they bring in another wide receiver. Hollywood Brown's a, a free agent. Let me go to the the free agent wide receiver board. Hollywood Brown's a free agent. T. Higgins probably getting tagged. Pittman probably getting tagged. Ridley's going to be available. Mike Evans is on the hunt now. He's no longer guaranteed to go back to Tampa Bay. You've got uh, Hollywood Brown. There's maybe going to be Hopkins released. There's a, a handful of, of potential options, all of which, if I'm a, a Indianapolis Colts decision maker, I want this guy to have more than Michael Pittman Jr. Let me break it to you down. Let me break it down this way. Michael Pittman Jr. is not an elite wide receiver one. It doesn't matter where he plays. Could he play as wide receiver 10, 11, 12 in this situation with no other competition? Sure. Sure. Just like my boy C-Max in here, I don't mean to throw anything at him, but just like Brock Purdy's playing like a top five, six, seven quarterback, is he really a top five quarterback? Absolutely not. Is he a top seven to 10? Yeah, I think he is. I think Brock Purdy, top seven to 10, definitely one of the best 12 starting quarterbacks in the National Football League. Uh, you know, but is he seven? Is he 12? Is he 11? Is he 10? Is he going to be six? Be six to 12. We'll put him six to 12. Is he four or five? Because he may have produced numbers inside the top five in a lot of different categories. No. Do I think it'll be replicated year over year? No. Could it be replicated to a degree this coming year with the window still open pretty widely, not as widely? Maybe. Uh, $5 hauler from, uh, from, Ezra. Ezra says, best fantasy mind in the game. Ezra, 
You are the man. Appreciate you. I'm sending you to Saturn, my guy. By the way, I walked all over town today. I walked all over town today. My steps are unbelievable. Uh, my calories, I burned 3,000 calories today. I've walked 13,008 steps today. I walked all over Phoenix in the ghetto. I got it on my Instagram stories as I went to go get my truck worked on. And and uh, and I, I was in a, a very good business area, right? With a bunch of big businesses. But like right outside of the street is the ghetto. And I'm walking around the ghetto of Phoenix. 13,000 steps your boy walked today. All around. I'm, I'm, my feet are sore. Um, Ezra, appreciate you. Where were we? Michael Pittman Jr. So, like Brock Purdy, could Michael Pittman Jr. produce top 8 to 10 wide receiver stats in Indy with no other wide receivers around and, and, and AR5 turning into AR5, the guy we know he's going to become because AR5 is a Saturn man. The Saturn man. One small step for man, one giant leap for Look, Saturn. Saturn, look at him. Look at him. Spaceman extraordinaire. Beast. Absolute hero of 2024. I can see it now. Top five quarterback AR5. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. AR5 season is underway. It's underway, and it's doing it live very, very soon. Um, I, I'm sorry. Michael Pittman Jr. is not an elite wide receiver one. He could flirt with it, the lower-end wide receiver ones, because of the situation. But that's it. Adunze falls in, in Indy in some sort of crazy... We we never saw Adunze fall in the 15. They take Adunze. Why wouldn't you? Any, anyway, I don't care if you're Michael Pittman Jr., Look, the, the Atlanta Falcons have Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and Bijan. They're still a very big need for wide receiver, and they still are very capable of taking Malik Neighbors here. Why is If they're going to take Malik Neighbors with London, Pitts, and, and Bijan, why wouldn't Indy say, we need another wide receiver too? Adunze, come on down. If Adunze's there, smash. Smash. Um, uh, we're waiting for our first $20 hauler. Uh, Ezra, appreciate your $5 hauler. Uh, best follower mind in the game is Ezra. Ezra, appreciate you. Kevin, thank you so much. Kevin says, who cares what quarterback lands in Washington? I do, Kevin. I do agree with you that whoever goes there to play with Cliff Kingsbury, who everybody loves to rip on constantly, Kingsbury's so bad. He's not. He's a great OC. He's a great architect of an offense and an aerial attack. And he's got the mind of Adam Peters as the puppet master, pulling all the strings and getting all the right players and pieces there for Kingsbury to thrive upon. Having Dan Quinn, who gets so much flack, even though he has one of the best defensive minds in the game. What did the Dallas Cowboys do in fantasy football scoring last year? Number one. It, 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 like, I get fantasy and NFL don't always go hand-in-hand, hand, but the Cowboys' defense is opportunistic, and it's phenomenal. Smitty, can you discuss why you think Devontae Smith is a top 10 wide receiver? Because I think he's evolving every single day, and A.J. Brown is an injury risk every single season we move along. I think he's more of an injury risk this year than he was last year. He's had a lot of knee surgeries. Um, he's very aggressive and plays very aggressive uh, you know, for his frame and everything else. He's a, he's a beast. I love A.J. Brown. I'm just saying that Smith is coming along good. And Smith has already been a top seven wide receiver in fantasy, right? He was two years ago. And and he had some good moments last year. Didn't quite finish as high as he could have, but I think Smith could return to the to the seven to eight range. I would never put Smith five and expect that. Could he flirt with the four or five territory one given season in the near future? Absolutely. Smith is a, a marvel. Absolute marvel. People said this guy couldn't create separation at the NFL level because he's too small and skinny. He looks phenomenal to me. I think Devontae Smith's doing a great job, and he's doing it live. And everybody ripping on Jalen Hurts. He's such a bad quarterback. He got figured out. Just get ready for the revenge tour. You know who's going on the revenge tour as of this moment right now? We're putting Jalen Hurts on the revenge tour list right now. Uh, actually, we can't because he scored so high in fantasy. But, God, the amount of doubt this guy's getting. 
Like, it's crazy to me. How are we talking about doubt around Jalen Hurts? Not so much from a fantasy perspective. I get it. He's still going as QB 2, 3, 4. So, you know, from a fantasy angle, no. But from an NFL perspective, revenge tour. Revenge tour up. Just just buckle up. Saddle up. Get ready for a, a, a popcorn show of Jalen Hurts exploding on everybody. And, and the, the Eagles getting back to where they need to get back to. And, 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 and this team absolutely coming together behind all the doubt and hate and criticism. They're, they're fueled by it. And the Niner fans know exactly what I'm talking about because you guys are also fueled by being the underdog. Now the Eagles are the underdog. They're going to take away the jet, the brotherly shove. They're going to, Hertz is going to get exposed. He looks so bad at the, the skills competition. Uh, Hertz has been figured out. He can't throw, blah, blah, blah. The, the, the Eagles have become an underdog. There's nothing more dangerous than handing the Philadelphia Eagle team and fan base the underdog label. There's nothing more dangerous than handing the Niner fan base and the Niners organization the underdog label. These are two teams... You don't equally want to make feel like they're the underdog because they're coming for your neck if you make them feel that way. These are two teams that should be respected. I still respect the Niners fully. They've got one of the best teams top to bottom in the NFL. The problem isn't their, their talent. The problem is their coaching. It's not their coordinating. It's not Shanahan's coordinating. Shanahan's offensive coordinating and scheming and architecting is phenomenal. He's a savant. He's like American Beauty sitting up there. Or is it American Beauty? Beautiful Mind. I'm sorry. American Beauty's the the Kevin Spacey movie. That that, that doesn't go well. Kevin Spacey. Where's Kevin Spacey these days? No, uh, uh, American Beauty. No, no. Beautiful Mind. Beautiful Mind. Damn it. Beautiful Mind. Beautiful Mind. Where he's in the garage working on all the math. He's got... He's got different minds in his head, people talking to him. He's an absolute savant, this Kyle Shanahan, with play calling and architecting. But as a head coach, he misfires like Kingsbury misfires as a head coach. Guess who's one of the best offensive minds in the game that should not be a head coach right now, at least? Kingsbury. And guess what Kingsbury is right now? Not a head coach. He's an offensive coordinator. And he's about to get handed Jaden freaking Daniels. I can see it now. Do it live. Let's go, let's go. Jaden Daniels going to the moon. We might as well just flip on over to, oh, there's the poll. There's the poll, the Bosshorn poll. Let's go real quickly and just see what that ended up finishing at. Oh, it was 87 votes, 46 votes, 52.9% Bosshorn should go. That makes me depressed. I'm getting rid of that right now. Somebody still needs to test out the $20 hauler. We got a new $20 hauler celebration, and we're doing it live. While we're sitting here, we've already talked about Pittman. We've already talked about, we're talking about Jaden Daniels right now. Jaden Daniels, according to this report right here, uh, is uh, Washington Commanders reportedly doing some extensive homework on Jaden Daniels. Yeah, no crap. We know that. I know that. I told you this for months now. He's the number one quarterback, and he deserves to go number one. But thank God the Chicago Bears draft number one overall, because guess what they're scared of doing? Drafting a replica of Justin Fields, a running quarterback they worry about developing as a passer. Let the Bears worry. Shane Waldron, this OC from Seattle that has literally no track record of 20 years of bouncing around, not being an offensive coordinator. He has no track record, in my opinion, of cultivating what they need to cultivate in either attention of fields and nurturing and, and building him back up or developing Caleb Williams from the ground up that has a lot of questionable, maybe character flaws, etc., etc. And you're going to put Shane Waldron in charge after you just let Getze ruin this whole situation? Oh, yeah, that's a great move. Chicago is set up to fail. I loved them last year. They failed me. This is a just-and-adapt season. I don't just hang on to what I said last year. Smitty, you like Chicago? I did because I like Fields. I like Fields. And Fields going elsewhere is great for Fields. I want Fields in Atlanta. Do it live, Atlanta. Do it live. To the moon. Wrong button. Wrong button. Where's my boss horn? I feel so I feel so incapable of proving a point without a boss horn. <sighs> Jaden Daniels 
is the next Lamar Jackson. Jaden Daniels probably not going number one overall, although his value could climb so high that maybe the Chicago Bears swap with Washington to allow them to draft Jaden Daniels. But I think everyone right now, they're in Caleb Williams mode. Caleb's so good. He's the best quarterback of this draft class. Let the pro days, combine, workouts, news, 11th hour buzz kick into gear before you start cementing quarterbacks into the number one spot. For people that are playing that game, that's a rookie game. That's a mistake game. Trying to pretend you know exactly what quarterback's going one overall, just wait. This is fatigue syndrome. Fatigue syndrome's going to set in. Everybody's going to stop wanting it to be Caleb. They're going to want it to be somebody else. Then people are going to start getting crafty and creative and say, I want to be the first person to say Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback in this draft class. Well, let me tell you something. I've already said it. I put it on video over and over, and we're going on months now. There ain't no, oh, let's be first to it. If you're not first, you're last. And we're first on it, so get used to it. Jaden Daniels, Jaden Daniels becomes better than Lamar Jackson. Mark my words. Commanders are smart to look into this kid. And I believe, again, Chicago's hell-bent on going in the direction of fields if they trade him. Why go get a player that feels very similar? They couldn't, they couldn't develop him. They couldn't develop him. They didn't develop Fields properly. It's not Fields' fault. He's going to go on and thrive. Mark my words. He's going to go on and thrive. Everybody that's ripping on this kid, oh yeah, he's not a good passer. Just wait. Stop ripping on Fields. Just wait. It's going to get crazy up in here. So keep doubting all you want. Keep doubting all you want on Fields. Keep acting like Fields can't become a top five quarterback in the National Football League. And keep acting like Jaden Daniels isn't the number one QB in this draft class. I dare you. I dare you. Let's go Jaden Daniels to the moon. We got a couple other pieces of news. Tony Pollard, uh, this report here, Michael Parsons says he thinks that uh, the Cowboys should give Tony Pollard another year. We'll see. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he has no market. They bring him back. They try and run him in the role that they had last year or the year prior to last year. And uh, they still go after Derrick Henry or they go after uh, Saquon Barkley or they go after Josh Jacobs. I think that there's almost there's very little chance in my mind that Henry and Barkley aren't in uh, two of these scenarios right here. Let me pull up the running back free agent board. I think it's Hard to imagine that Henry, Barkley, and Jacobs, all three of them aren't in one of these scenarios, specifically Henry in Dallas or Baltimore, specifically Barkley in Houston or LAC, and Josh Jacobs going in the other location that's left over, uh, one of the other locations left over. I feel like the Chargers are very prone and apt to take uh, uh, Blake Corum. So maybe Blake Corum becomes the player here, and we see Barkley, we see uh, Henry or Jacobs, or Henry or Jacobs. That's kind of the way I'm breaking it down in my mind and how I predict it to go down. Uh, 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 Geno Smith, I don't even know why I got on that topic, but Geno Smith is uh, looks like right here, the ESPN's Field Yates reports that the Seahawks have restructured Geno's contract. Um, they already, you know, gave him his money and guaranteed him and everything, but they're redoing that a little bit. You do wonder if Seattle's going to take Michael Penix Jr. at this number 16 overall pick because Ryan Grubb, the OC of Washington, Penix Jr.'s OC at Washington. They just played together. Coach should play together at Washington. That OC, his OC, just went and became the offensive coordinator in Seattle who ironically, conveniently, has the number 16 overall pick, a territory where Michael Penix Jr., as of this moment, and he could climb, as of this moment, is a very likely player to be available at 16 overall. And there's no thinking, I think, here that that, that Gino is the answer as much as, hey, let's not get caught with our pants down. If we don't get the quarterback we want in the draft, we need to have a backup plan, a proven plan. And maybe they even start Geno Smith at first, and then if he struggles, they put in Penix Jr. If Geno Smith is a starter in week one and Penix Jr. is on the roster, I give it maybe a half a season maximum before Penix Jr. makes him fold. And and, and, and you, see, you see Penix Jr. slide right in. That didn't sound good. Penix Jr., Penix Jr., he's a quarterback, okay? Relax. Um, Matt Ariza, this is good that he's getting another chance. This is an awful, you know, 
unfolding of a career. Um, this guy was accused of something that he reportedly didn't do. Evidence was not found. Um, and, and this guy was cleared of any wrongdoing after a very, very crazy claim. And he was released, kicked out of the NFL when there was no proof of it. And now the Chiefs say, we're going to give this man a chance. The Chiefs are going to allow Matt Ariza to compete for the punting job in KC. I love it. I think, I think anybody with a sound mind can say to themselves that this guy was a victim of a situation. I'm not saying I know everything. I'm not saying we all know everything. But from what we've gathered and what has come out, this has been a this has been a, a, a unfortunate situation for a, for a kid that uh, could have one of the best careers at the punting position in the NFL and still could. And we hope that you know we hope that everything continues to stay what it is and nothing new doesn't come out. But as of right now, this man is getting a second chance and good for him. And that does it for all the news. We still have yet to have our first twenty dollar hauler. To see if uh, and, and, and Niners says Fields can't throw, that's fine. You 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 enjoy the show. You enjoy the show. Keep hating on Fields. It's okay. Um, what a shameful yeah shameful. They dumped this kid Buffalo too. Yeah, Buffalo. Shame on Buffalo for dumping Matariza and not giving him a chance uh, to prove his innocence. Um, I thought this league was about. Uh, especially the NFL rules about letting the legality parts play out before you start casting judgment and throwing stones. Uh, but no, the NFL, the, the 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 Buffalo Bills, the NFL um, reacted, and it's unfortunate. It, it's really unfortunate that, that it didn't play out. Um, thank you for the super chat, Kevin. Thank you, uh, Ezra, for the super chat. Um, first twenty dollar hauler is going to get the first time ever played new super chat situation that we got going on, and, and we're going to improve it from here from here um so dial into the phone line call into the show call, call, call into the show dial in dial in dial in dial in dial in and let's let's do it live dial in do it live It's pretty good. Cherry Freeze, the new prime flavor. I'm, I'm actually liking it. I don't know if I want to drink that all day long, but like a, a nice rotation of prime drinks. Give me Fields all day long, says uh, Matt O. I agree with you. Fields is better than almost every quarterback in the National Football League, but like seven, you know, seven, eight guys. And then from there, it's like you're, you're, you're juggling can Fields improve and prove himself and mature and become better than that. Jake with a $20 hauler. Here we go. That was a custom $20 holler request I had for Denny last night on the phone line. And he couldn't have delivered it a more be- in a more beautiful fashion. I told him to sing the new $20 holler uh, 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 audio, you know, and, and he just, it was a one take Willie. He didn't, that wasn't second take, that was one take, that was take number one. Absolutely crushed it. Um, that $20 holler was, let's, where was I, what screen was I on? One second there, Bruce. Hold on one second. Uh, Kevin, thank you for your super chat. Where where was I? What screen was I on? Let's just pull up right here. Jake says, I'm uh, here, dude. I'm broke, though. Just started moving into a new house today. Go Jets. Hey, Jake, appreciate you dropping a super chat, especially under those conditions. Let's give you a standing ovation again on that one, bro. Where's your mashed potatoes? 
Brucey, you're live, Brucey. Thank you, Jake. Jake to Saturn. Send Jake to Saturn, Smitty. He deserves it. He deserves it. Jake to Saturn. Hey, congrats on the move, Jake. Make it a make it a good move, bro. Make it a good one. What's up, Brucey? What can I do for you? Uh, you know how you said Penix Jr. should sit half? I didn't say he should sit. I said it wouldn't surprise me if they started Dino. I don't want him to sit. I don't want any quarterback to sit. In today's NFL, you don't sit. But but if if he did sit for half a year behind Gino, Gino would be shaking his in his boots as Penix is is nipping at his heels. No puns intended at all, but definitely it's okay that that, that there are puns intended. Uh, I do have a question about that. Yeah, go ahead. What if no matter how bad Gino played, what if he sat behind Gino the whole year and said, you're going to learn from this guy. I mean, I, I don't hate it. Um, I don't hate it, but, you know, because, like, if 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 Penix Jr. But Penix Jr. is an older player, too. He's, like, a, a little bit older. Ziggy, how old is Michael Penix Jr.? Let's see. From FamousIntel.com. Michael is 40 years old as of 2023. <laughs> He's not 40. Oh, God. I forgot. He gets Ziggy off. Old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ziggy, Ziggy, you're making you're making my prospect look bad. Um, let me do this manually. Damn it, Ziggy! Michael Penix Jr. Age, he is 23 years old. Ziggy off, off. He turned, but in May he turns 24. So th- that's older. There are a lot of like you know people that that they they love the numbers and 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 the you know how your breakout year and how young you are when you're a freshman and all that crap. Um, I with quarterbacks it doesn't matter. It, of course you don't want you want to you want to have as much time as possible. But this guy played like 87 college seasons, so he he is going to be a little bit older than the average bear. He had a lot of injuries, so he had to play longer to prove himself. Right, he kept getting injured. His first like beginning of his career was injury plagued. He couldn't. How's he going to get drafted by the NFL? So he kept playing college football, and he played you know the max that he could. But he ended up having two years in a row without any significant injuries. So he ended the season in good fashion. Ziggy, show me the front door. He ended the last two seasons in great fashion. So he's escaped injury this last two. But 24 years old, you can't really sit a 24-year-old quarterback, in my opinion. Ziggy off. It's just not smart. Uh, all right. Yeah, because I thought it's like they were going to sit him behind Gino for one year, and that's why they were restructuring Gino's deal. Look, we're going to have you, but we're only going to have you for one year, like a team-friendly type of thing. Let me- we'll give you more money. But here's what's smart about it, though, because they're not paying him that. They converted it to a signing bonus. Um, I believe they're paying him like nine, or they converted nine of it. I forget what it is. But it's Ziggy off. It's not that big of a deal when you talk about, hey, Bruce, they don't know what they're going to get in the draft. They can't guarantee they're going to get Penix Jr. They can't guarantee they're going to get this. They can't guarantee. And maybe they don't even want to. Maybe they do believe in Geno. I'm not saying they necessarily will 100% draft Penix Jr. at 16. I do know that when you bring in the offensive coordinator from Washington, his coordinator over to, to 16, uh, and you give him, you know, he's sitting there, he probably is going to make a case for it. doesn't mean that the offensive coordinator is going to get his wish. Offensive coordinator doesn't make the draft selection. But he's going to push for it. He's going to want it. And if it's me, if I'm the Seattle Seahawks, and I've got DK, I've got JSN, I've got Walker and Charbonnet, and a pretty damn good team. This The Seattle Seahawks are a damn good team. they got a lot, to, a lot of pieces to you know, they just need to get it all put together. I think it would be crazy to not explore getting your future quarterback when you know that like it was debated whether they would, you know, bring Geno back, right? It was contr- it was team-friendly to make a decision, even though he, you know, recently got a, a contract. It was team-friendly, and it was, a, it was so team-friendly that they had to weigh, do we bring him back? And if, you're, if I'm in charge of the situation... I am not walking into the NFL draft and waiting till pick 16 to solve my quarterback spot. I'm going to solve it to the best of my ability to the point where even if Penix Jr. got injured, you'd be okay with Gino because you know he can do it. 
So it's a good move. It's a really good, smart football move, even if your intention is to draft Penix Jr. at 16. And by the way, uh, Spacula said something amazing. I think we'll maybe make an animation on that. But that big Penix, Penix energy. That big Penix energy. I like that. I like that. I could definitely make a, some kind of disco, you know, ball, disco balls going around and get that big Penix energy. Um, yeah, if anybody wants to hear Denny sing again, just hit that $20 holler. Um, I miss it the balls for already. <laughs> yeah. I miss it too, but I'm not gonna keep I'm not gonna keep going over it with everybody either. You know, like the 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 crowd spoke. It doesn't matter if the people that love it or disagree or agree with it. The crowd spoke, and it's like you know what? Yeah. I look at analytics too, bro. I, I'm not making this on yeah. on a whim. I'm not making this decision off of one poll. I'm looking at analytics, and I say to myself, like the guy Andrew that called in, the guy Andy that called in, the guy uh, why why are all the complainers start with the letter A? Um, but but. All these people that call in and say, look, I'm not leaving your show, but I definitely won't watch it as much because I can't watch it in this scenario now. And that's the scenario I watch and consume the content the most. It is what it is. And people could say, hey, that's really, really Karen-like of Andy and, and yeah. Andrew or, and whoever. But you know what? Like, everybody's watching but and consuming this. It is what it is. Like, and to be honest with you, yeah. can I be completely honest? Part of me is a little relieved that I don't have to blast the horn off all the time. I, I still love the horn. I'm still going to keep it. But I, w- I got a huge migraine yesterday from the horn. And granted, I could get better ear protection, but it's still not going to do all that good because this is louder than anybody thinks. And I'm firing it off in a small contained area where there's echoing. And even if I put earplugs in, over time, I'm going to probably go deaf. So in a way, I, I'm actually... You know, it's almost kind of nice to not have my my head pounding every day. I was getting used to having headaches, and it, that's no way to live. So, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, it, let's, I'm just gonna let it let it die there. I know people, you know, still are having a problem with it. The people that love the boss horn, but it is what it is. Who are my top three rookie running backs this year? Uh, Spacula. That video is coming out. I know I keep saying this, but it's coming out this weekend because I'm already working on it. Um, I will say that Braylon Allen is my number one. Uh, I think you're going to be very shocked at who my number three, four is, depending on where I actually slot them. So just get ready. You love Corum. I'm not big on Corum, but I do think Corum in LAC would be fantastic. I think the Chargers are very capable of drafting him. I Obviously not here, but in the second round, if Blake Corum is still there and he should be, then I think LAC will take him. I think Harbaugh loves him. Harbaugh wants his guys. I think Harbaugh would draft J.J. McCarthy and Blake Corm if he could get away with it. I know he probably can't in terms of the quarterback spot, but I think he will draft a handful of his former players, one being Blake Corm. If he goes to LAC, I like him there. I think he could be a top 10 running back there, but that will be situation kind of helping that along. I personally don't know that I love Blake Corm from a talent perspective as much as about two or three other guys. He's still in the top five. He still could be number four. You'll see my, my ranking video um, and I'll very much speak to Corum will be situation dependent and can be very good in the right situation. I'm not going to call him a bust or any negative things. It's just more so going to be like, okay, look, it, it depends on the situation. Braylon Allen too. I mean, any of these running backs, given that they're going to go to the second round and beyond, they could go into a weird location. A team that's very good could invest in a, a second round running back. A team that doesn't need a running back that is very good, but has a very good runner in front of the said rookie they could easily draft a running back in the second round it happens all the time um bowers yeah hopefully bowers goes to the chargers neighbors or marvin harrison jr obviously marvin harrison jr is not falling to number five overall but maybe the chargers trade up for him who knows but neighbors bowers or marvin harrison jr that is the the most important one of the most important potential landing spots for the chargers like one of those guys landing there um, anything else, Brucey? Yeah, who is, who do you think is this year's Adam Thielen, who went from one team and then he went to Carolina, and he had a really good year. Do you have a, a guess on who you think that would be? He fell flat, though, at the end of the year. Um, probably Holly, Hollywood. I mean, of, of the, of the wide receivers that are free agents, I'd probably say Hollywood, um... Yeah, that's. I mean, of the free agent wide receivers, I'd say yeah. Could somebody get traded or something? Sure. 
Um, Hopkins, I think if Hopkins gets released and goes to KC, he could be the the guy. But he's a bigger name guy. But he could be that version of what you're talking about, just on steroids. Hopkins could <laughs> Hopkins could get cut. He could get cut. It's not out of the realm of possibility. And if he gets cut and goes to KC, does how hot, much higher would that make his value go? Then would he go like? Fourth round, third round. Yeah, I, I think he could easily go in the fourth round, maybe third round, but we'll probably fourth round for sure. All right, that's all I got. Bruce, appreciate you. Hey, uh, let's. This goes out to your mother. This goes. This is the Bruce's mother. She's amazing. She's the the best football right. mind in the Bruce Robeson family. And uh, here's here's Bruce's mother. Special message. We interrupt this program to bring you a special message. From the Bruce's mother. Get Bijan. Bijan. Bruce, I gotta say, your mom nailed that. And that was that a one take, Willie? Was that one take? Yeah, that was. Your like she is. Uh, your mom it is was two. Because she said Dijon first, so it's not Dijon. That's okay. Dijon. That's okay. Your so, your mom is too. magnificent actress, and, and just the the unbelievable turn, like that whole like. Let's replay that and and, and slow that down. The, the unbelievable expression on her face. It looks like you just pissed her off, walked all all over her grave, and asked her the dumbest question in the world. Here's your mother's reaction one more time. We interrupt this program to bring you a special message from the Bruce's mother. Right, right, right here, right here, right here is where your your mother. It's almost like you said, "Hey, who's the best running back in the National Football League, Ma?" And she goes, "What are you asking me now, son?" And and this is at two. Look, I can see the clock right there. It looks like it's two ten p.m. This woman's slaving over a pot of of stew for you, Bruce. And you're asking her a stupid question like, who's the best running back in the National Football League? This is the vibe I'm getting. And what shirt is this? This is, this is, what is this? What's this shirt? What's it say on there? What, mine or No, her shirt. What's the shirt say? I don't know. I don't know. But th- th- this, this woman, this woman is a marvel. Bijan. Bijan. <laughs> Unbelievable. What did, you think of, what did you think of the Adrian Peterson stuff? Um, I don't know. What do you think, Bruce? You tell me. Well, it's a Vikings fan. I don't think. Uh, I don't. I think he's telling the truth about his memorabilia not being able to be sold, but. Maybe equity like houses and cars. Sure, maybe you didn't pay the pay the property because you thought uh, you thought you was going to get a big deal after he got declined eighteen million. He was going to get like another big extension somewhere yeah, else. I don't know. I'll, and I'll, he did. All I know is that man was amazing. Um, yes, I, I, was. I throw no shade at Adrian Peterson except for when he didn't he like do something. Uh, didn't he like a abuse his kid or something yeah. with a with a yeah. uh, what was it was it a belt or something like that? But we weren't there. Yeah, we weren't there. We weren't there. Um, yeah, yeah Spac- Spacula is on fire tonight. He says she's act- she was literally cooking. She was she was cooking verbally. She was cooking with the stove. It was two ten two ten p.m. It, or is that you know or is that clock not been reset for a while since the last power outage? I didn't see it blinking though. No. What, was no, it too? That was the time it was. It was too. What was she cooking? Uh, pasta. Pasta. What a what what a mom. What a mom. Get lambed. Here, in, in tribute to to Miss Robeson, here's her first contribution to the show. Probably the first animation graphic sound bit we ever had. One of them. Get lambed. I, I I had to get lambed, I think, at one point. And and I forgot I keep playing that get lambed. It was the baked in boys. It was this one right here. That's Miss Robeson. That's her first contribution to the show, and we've never looked back since. 
Um, if we could afford it, we'd put her on retainer for just constant, you know, clippings. <sighs> <laughs> but yeah, she was mad when I said, uh, when he got the Dijon thing, I looked at her and I said, uh, can you, can you, can you, she got mad. Did you record that interaction where she got mad? Can you send me the uncut clip? Oh no, that was, that was the full version. As soon as I said it. Okay. I said, you know, I said, you know, she says, what? I says, I says, I'm a Vikings fan. I said, that's a, a Giants fan. But did you know that if they were to, I said, did you know? And this is when she got the mean eyes. I said, did you know that D. D. John Robinson couldn't hold a uh, Saquon Barkley's jock strap? What? Why would you say and that? Just wrong. You just trying to rile her up. Well, you you were trying to rile her up. You weren't. You're not being serious, though, right? No, I wasn't being serious. Okay. Thank God, Bruce. Wow. I was about. I was about to. All right, hey Bruce, I gotta run. Appreciate you, bro. We're gonna be back tonight for a a couple, probably a rumble and a dynasty live stream. I know I said that the other night, but I will be back tonight for at least one of those, but probably both. Okay, so Rumble and uh, Dynasty will be back. Appreciate you, Bruce. Uh, oh, I got Marsman yeah. Rock out on the phone. Uh, uh, Marsman uh, Mars Rock out. I'm sorry. How long you been there? Eighteen minutes. My bad. Not that long. Okay, what can I do for you, Marsman Rock out? Yeah, I know everybody didn't like doesn't like the the ball horn. Is it possible you can get a different horn? Uh, you know, I've moved on from it. Um, I, it. I'm wasting too much time. And, and to be honest with you, I know everybody doesn't understand this, but, you know, and how could you and, and why would you? And um, let me see if uh, Miss Smitty wants to get in and out. In and out. I'm hungry. Um, no one's going to understand this, but I look at the analytics. I, I You know, I under I can see where there is an actual problem. You know, you can see when the boss horn goes off, you can see dips in viewership. You can, like, there's a lot of things I looked into that I wouldn't have had I not gotten the feedback that I had over and over and over and over. So, uh, you know, I, it is what it is. Like, I've moved on. The boss horn's gone. Um, not from yeah. the, the the brand, but from the live streams. And anything I do with it, I'll be able to tweak the volume plenty in and, and, and an edited version of using the boss horn. We can still use it in like, you know, when I do edits and I fire off the horn, like, you know, I'll edit it, I'll lower the volume. It'll be fine. Uh, Matto says boss horn on rubble. I thought about that. It's a good idea. But at the end of the day, if people on YouTube hate it, then I'm going to gain less viewership when I'm trying to gain traction with that channel. If it is a 50 to 55% of the time, always going to be a problem, Matto. No matter what population of people I go to, 50 to 55%, I can guarantee you will have a problem with it. Regardless of whether that seems silly to anybody else, it just, it is what it is. You know, not everybody watches this show in the same context. Some people watch it in a certain environment where now they can't and they can only watch it at another time. So they're going to watch less shows. We're going to have the, the, the show is going to decline in viewership. And as a business owner, I can't have my show decline in view, viewership by 20 or 30 percent on principle of keeping the boss horn because that's not something I really need to, to, to take a stand on. Like it's a, it's a it's an accent to the show. I love it. And it was amazing, but like, am I really gonna let my show go down viewership wise? Of course not. Ziggy, show me the front door. Who's at the front door now? Is this the mail <laughs> mailman coming at seven twenty six p.m.? What are we doing here? Oh, that's Miss Smitty again. Ziggy, off. Ziggy, off. Off. Um. All right. Hey, uh, what else you got? Rock out, and then I gotta jump because I'll be back tonight. Yeah, bomb. Fields didn't go to Atlanta, and he went to Pittsburgh. Could he survive uh, Harper Smith? Uh, we've, talk we've talked about this quite a bit, and the answer is I would not draft him in fantasy. Right, Fields, would gotcha. Fields goes from a top five to eight quarterback in fantasy to a I couldn't have him as my starter if he's playing for Arthur Smith. I But I think from a Pittsburgh perspective, it's great long-term for Pittsburgh. They'll eventually fire Arthur Smith and get rid of him, and it'll be okay. Uh, could he be like 9, 10, 11? Could he dance in the top 6 to, to 12? Yeah, I mean, he could. At the end of the day, am I saying Fields can't be QB 6 in, in Pittsburgh? No. 
I'm not saying that. Can he survive Arthur Smith as an OC and not a head coach? Maybe. You know, we've seen Arthur Smith do okay as an OC before. It's just hard to buy into that right now and put your fantasy football hopes and dreams on the line when we saw him literally think Bijan Robinson was his third best running back. I, I lost all respect for him. You know, Bill Belichick fell off, like we think, right? A lot of people think that anyway. So why can't Arthur Smith fall off? Just because he was good as an OC at one point, who's to say that's going to return? Um, so I'm going to let other people test that out. That experiment is not for me. No doubt. Yep. All right, Rock out. Appreciate, Pre- appreciate you, bro. Call in tonight. We'll be live on Rumble and the Dynasty channel. We'll see you later, pal. Yep. Um, we got over 105 people in here. Punch that thumb up button. We got 47 thumbs up and 104 people. If anybody else wants to call in real quickly, we'll take one more phone call. Then we're out of here. We'll be back for the Rumble show and for the Dynasty show. Rumble.com slash the fantasy football show. YouTube.com slash Dynasty Fantasy Football. Those links are in the description of this video and every video. And you're watching YouTube.com slash the Fantasy Football Show. Anybody calling in? No, no. Out of here. See you all tonight on Rumble. Link in the description. And Dynasty Channel. Make sure you're subscribed. Link in the in the description. Russell Wilson will end up in Atlanta. That could be a good spot. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. That's way better than what we've been dealing with. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, what are we gonna What are we gonna end on? Hi, my name is B. John Robinson. I like long walks on the beach, and well, I also like. Scoring Touchdown! Thank you for the $20 hauler, Jake. You're an absolute monster. Thank you, Ezra, for the $5 hauler. Thank you, Kevin, for the $5 hauler. You guys are absolute rock stars. Appreciate you. Revenge Tour coming in hot. Look at him. Look at him. Live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday. See you all tonight on Rumble and the Dynasty channel. Please punch that thumb up button on your way out the door. Please subscribe if you're new. 93 of you still in here. Hit that thumb up on your way out. Please see you all tonight.